where it's at. I mean, it's cool, but it ain't like digging for real. Nah, it's man, it's a different thing, man. I just started the digital stuff too. Yeah, it's the same. It's not the same. It's no. not. It's, it's not that like enjoyment of like no. finding that joint. You like, oh, the this look, yeah, feeling it in your hands. Yeah, you know the smell of the vinyl, <laughs> man. It ain't the same. It is not the same at all. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I woke up. I've been looking forward to this for a week. I was like, yo. Oh, you had to schedule. Oh, I had to set up. Oh, yeah, last to set this week. up. <laughs> man, I'm I debated. I was like, should I tell my man? But then, I, then the line from the you know the new record popped into my head. Like, I got spots I can't <laughs> tell you about because you'll probably go there and try to clean it out. Hey, yeah, you know, I, you know me. <laughs> I was like, I can't even tell my man what's about to go down until afterwards. Yo, I'm I'm not happy with you right now. <laughs> but those at home, yeah, I went digging this morning. <laughs> I'm not happy with him right now. He's so many joints in that box, man. <laughs> I won't tell him where I went. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm so. Un, I'm so unhappy. I am so unhappy. I feel a type of way. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, man. It's just a vibe. You're my man, but you know how it is, hey, man. Hey, bruh. I feel you, bro. It's, it's tough out here in these streets, man. It's, 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 these COVID-19 streets. <laughs> these COVID streets. These COVID streets, man. I can't be looking out for everybody, man. I'm worried about my own well-being. Like, hey. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I am so upset. Oh, bruh. Yeah, man. I reached out to that cat. Like, hey, man. Uh. <laughs> what do you think about this? Was good. Yeah. He was like, "Let's do it next Saturday." I was like, "Hell yeah!" Oh man, <laughs> yeah. That's why I pushed back from our recording time today. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Because I was thinking, like, he said three. He must be doing something. I wonder if he's working on his book. I thought she was working on your book, but no. you, out, you out here in these streets, yeah, getting records. getting joints. <laughs> Bro, that just lifted my spirit so much. I'm just sure to it see did. The records. Like, I'm sure it uh, did. It just broke mine because I'm upset. <laughs> Because I could have been out there with you. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, my PayPal looking nice this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> could have hit up. You know, it's going to got me a couple, you know, 25, 30, Sorry, 40, 50. Man. You know what I mean? Hey, bro. <sighs> you know, yeah, some things, you know. It's like that old commercial. So, you know, my brother, you got to get your own. No, my brother. <laughs> I feel you, though. I feel uh, you, though. That shit is great. That yeah. shit is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm real. I'm, I'm, right a little bit, man. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, hey, man, I'm known to go for self on the records, man. It's, hey. it's not no. I mean, I feel you. you it's know. like you, my man. And you was the number one person I was thinking about telling. Like, <laughs> do I tell this cat? Dog. <laughs> and I was like, Mm-mm. dog, I'm trapped in the house with these kids, man. <laughs> I could have, you know what I'm saying? I could have got some joy out of the day. You know, it's a beautiful day, too. It is, it is. Man, come it on. Is. This was about the best way you could start a Saturday. Right, man. I feel you, though. I feel you, though. I understand. <laughs> yeah, next time, you know, if, if it's some shit where it's like, you know, <laughs> I, I, the quantity is there where it can handle I, multiple. I feel you. I feel you. You know, sharks, then I might invite you in. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I understand. You're still my mans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to go for Delta, man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Especially on some dollar shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, let me just Yeah. I feel you. You know. And, 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 you yeah, see. Man. yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's plentiful. I don't know where you went, but <laughs> shit. I wonder what you didn't get. <laughs> right. I thought take everything that was good. <laughs> everything I saw that was that was tight. I'm like, let so, me get this. Let me get I probably would have done more. It yeah. would have been more. Yeah. You know. But yeah, yeah. Super duty tough work, man. 
<laughs> Word, we, we still, you know, we can't be quarantined. <laughs> can't be stopped. We still gonna podcast. Mm-hmm. We still gonna get these records. But those of you who are following me on Instagram, you can see the pictures, of, you know, I took of the days. Yeah, and adventures. it's just you in the room, too. It's just like yeah, mad that, records and you. Yeah, that's it. I'm upset. <laughs> The more I think about it, it was, all right. I'm saying it was a dolo mission. It was a dolo. I see you. I feel it. Was it. No, I feel it. I feel it. Myself, man. I feel it. <laughs> Mount Philadelphia's help you. He's not helping you. Trying to get this Lexus, son. Plus the cellular. Yeah, man. Word, word. So what we what we got today? Oh, today, today, man. We're gonna talk about the post pandemic skill set mm, interesting this conversation is going to be a two-part conversation All right. but a, a part of this conversation was sparked i had a conversation with uh sadiq from rhyme Sayers a couple days ago and we were talking about like what they were doing and what i was doing it was very similar uh-huh. and so we we're just kind of talking about just like what artists need to be focused on mm-hmm. and what set of skills is going to allow them to be successful through this right. and on the other side of this thing Word. that we're seeing. And I thought to myself, because it was something I was messing around with my head, mm-hmm. that, that idea, and me and Jay Zone had talked about it a couple weeks ago. And then I had the same conversation with Sadiq and I'm like, okay, yep. this is the next episode. Confirmation. Yeah, and so this episode we want to talk <clears throat> about just like, if you and an artist creative, and any, it really doesn't even you know restrict itself to that mm-hmm. for anything, like what things, what traits, what uh, areas should you be focusing on to ensure you have success that you make it through this and make it to the next stage of things. Right. That's one thing I want to talk about. I also want to talk about what you're doing with mm-hmm. the streaming because there's you've been doing a lot of experimentation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure you've learned some hard lessons. Hard lessons. And some, some good lessons. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm going to interview you. Okay, all right. For the first half. You know, we're going to talk about just like, uh, you know, what you're seeing, what you're doing, what's working, what's not, mm-hmm. what's encouraging. And just like, and, and I think this whole thing, because you're doing, some of the things that I think an artist should be doing mm-hmm. during a time like this. They should be experimenting and seeing what works, what doesn't. Right. And uh, I think this, you know, this should hopefully let the people at home, you know, know what they should be doing and what, what to focus on. I feel it. Okay, so we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Word. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous. You heard of us, official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping a culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close to. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. All right. Word. Super Duty Tough Work. We are here. Trying to drop jewels on the people. 
Hey, man. Yo, just a side note. Mm-hmm. Um, remember the girl I told you about that I work with that rap? Uh, I remember one singing. I don't know if Marie told us. Well, rapping. the girl I work with um, raps, and um, she started listening to our podcast. Oh, word. And uh, she she went out with bosses with equipment. Like, she got serious? She, yeah, she got a super serious. She's like, y'all's podcast is so inspiring. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. That's real dope. Yeah. So I guess in that case, it doesn't hurt to have a coworker who knows what you do. Right. This right. One of the good scenarios. In that instance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's dope. Okay. So what we want to talk about uh, first is like what you're doing. Um, for those of you who don't know at home, Logic has been... He is one of the people who have tried to adopt streaming mm-hmm. as a part of his platform now, um, dealing with just communicating with fans. It's all new, you mm-hmm. know, because you weren't really streaming prior to this. Nah. And uh, you've been through this is the third week in a row. You've four weeks. Four weeks in a row. Yeah. He has something he calls uh, B-Sides and Beats and B-Sides. Beats and B-Sides, yeah. Every Friday night, right? Eight o'clock or whatever. Yeah. And um, I guess I want to interview you and just kind of pick your brain about like, okay, if you were to compare your first streaming experience with now, what what have you seen? The um, fourth one. Well, for one, just going from first to now, just having better sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that is first and foremost. Now that I've, you know, done research and gotten something that allows me to pump real sound into my phone for the people to hear as opposed to having my phone set up real close to my speaker like it was the first two episodes yeah like that in itself has changed just the quality of the stream um and also just really understanding using my phone Mm -hmm. versus using an actual camera is very different what i've done um this week once i put it up on youtube People have noticed that the video quality of this one is much, much better because I actually went into my phone and adjusted things. Yeah. And I kind of kind of went to the manual settings and actually adjusted my camera to give it a better look and a more clean look and a more professional look. So just, you know, the trials and tribulations of learning and watching and seeing and the people seem to, you know, like it and enjoy it. And cats actually like it's people I've seen in every episode that I've done so far. You know, that have been checking it out. So people starting to look forward to it. I'm excited about it. That's dope. So what made you want to do streaming as opposed to because there's other ways that cats can communicate with their fans. Right. right. Like you have you got blogging. Mm-hmm. You have people who just create long term, uh, long form uh, YouTube content, music mm-hmm. videos. Uh, you have Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. I feel like you've streamed more in the last month than you've made Instagram posts. This is facts. Yeah. What is it about? I've dedicated more time to that. Yeah. What What did you see in streaming that made you want to do it? I mean, honestly, initially, I found all this old music that uh, that was just sitting around that hadn't been released, and I was thinking of how can I share this with people? Like, I didn't necessarily want to put it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I still want to share. You know, and it's it's a bunch of stuff. So, you know, during this whole thing, I was thinking like maybe I'll go live and you know share couple couple joints and that's that's how it started like okay. i didn't have a name for it initially you know when i first started i just kind of went in and like i'm just going to go on for an hour just share some music you know that i found and um <clears throat> the response was good yeah and so from that response it was like okay this is something that i can do during this quarantine and possibly something that i can build to have after this whole thing is over to give me another platform and another way that i can communicate with my fans since i don't tour since i don't go out on the road um 
at all at this point, you know, yeah. but nearly as much as most artists do. It's another way that I can connect with my fans. So now that I've really dove in and seen that there's been a response to it, I've been doing a lot of research, doing a lot of things in every stream, I believe, visually and sonically has gotten better and it continue. It'll continue to do that. That's dope. So you see this as something that almost replaces some of those other things that you don't do because like yeah. i know you do photography but like i said like if i look at your social media you've done streaming more than yeah anything, anything else you probably have more streams than you do tweets yeah you know in the last month <clears throat> yeah you know it's true it's true <laughs> i mean <clears throat> also it's just it's something new you know what i'm saying yeah. so anytime just like when i started producing like i was in a studio all the time making beats learning stuff watching tutorials trying things this and that you know so having something new to focus your energy on that encompasses everything else that you do yeah is like a godsend so i've just kind of dove into it i mean i'm downstairs for hours like you know watching watching tutorials about you know adjustments and cameras and you know yeah. what's the best platform to stream doing multi-streaming like i'm looking at all that stuff yeah and it's super exciting and i can i see it as another way for me to still be able to be the artist that i always wanted to be you know i just don't necessarily have to leave my house to do it and i can reach more people in one night than i would if i did do a show at a club yeah that's real you know what i'm saying like if if i mean if just half of my facebook followers watch my stream yeah that's five thousand people yeah you know what i'm saying like i ain't i ain't selling out no five thousand arena no 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 no. (laughs) No, no. but it's people from all over the world since i got fans all over the world anybody can tune in everybody can tune in and it's a way that i can get all of my fans in the same room with each other and they start communicating and it's a it's a real kind of cool community kind of thing too that is starting to become yeah so you've and I noticed last night you streamed on Facebook first, mm-hmm. then you went to Instagram later. Mm-hmm. Um, are you seeing any difference between the two? I mean, obviously you have a bigger fan base on Facebook. Facebook is yeah. that is that the most noticeable difference between the two? Um, that and also I hate the fact that you have to stream in portrait mode on Instagram. Yeah, that's real. That's real. <laughs> I, I hate that because even if you have a great camera, even if it's in portrait mode, you can't pick up the ambiance of the room yeah. you can't you know like there's no setting of mood mm-hmm. any of that because it's kind of just you and the camera and the microphone maybe and that's really it um and i think also on instagram it's a lot more cluttered than facebook is right now yeah you know it's not as many people as you know big people you know what i'm saying like yeah. that are streaming on facebook and like you said most of my fan i have about 10,000 followers on my Facebook page. So why wouldn't I go where the more people are and the people that actually really want to see me and will engage with me yeah. on a regular basis. Whereas you feel like Facebook is a little tougher because of or the, Instagram is a Instagram tougher. a little tougher. Yeah. Because yeah. of the, Yeah. It, that makes sense to me. I was thinking the same thing when I saw last night, I was like, Oh, it's cracking mm-hmm. um, on Facebook. But now I was like, but it's, I, but you also, you did two different streams last night. You did the encore or did you syndicate the first one? Nah, I did encore. I did. That's what I, I thought. I did two different ones because the first one on Facebook, because people were really into it. It was an hour and a half. I saw that because I was like, I, I didn't get there to like five minutes left. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, she about to wrap it up. And he was like, then, you, then I I had it sitting on my phone while I was working. I looked up 30 minutes. Yeah. Went by since then. Yeah. So you went from eight to almost 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And then you came back and did what? Another hour another on Instagram? Another hour on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. 
you you a madman out here hey, screaming, man. No, man. Hey, you man, just I'm, in the zone. What I'm made just, you go three hours? You just I'm just like, trying. I'm trying to see, and like you said, I'm trying to see the differences. Testing. I'm it. trying to see the nuances of the different platforms because one thing that I've noticed in the research that I've done there, because of how uh, Instagram streams in portrait mode, multi streaming isn't necessarily available on Instagram if you're going to the other um, platforms that stream. Um, in the uh, then um what's the um in widescreen yeah you know what i'm saying so it's it's definitely different and you can do it but people will have to turn their phone sideways the comments will be you know what i'm saying so that'd yeah. be all weird so like i'm trying to test the waters and see what's the better platform how how i can eventually multi-stream on everything that i want to and if it's worth it to get into instagram because instagram is so saturated with everybody trying to stream and plus Instagram isn't the best platform for streaming out of the ones. Yes. Like Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, like those are actually made for it. So those would be the better platforms that actually have a visual impact as well as, you know, sonically and everything. Yeah. So so when you're streaming, are you have you figured out the the commerce side of it yet? Like how you're going to direct people or are you still figuring out what the platform is? Have you th- had, have you thought of a strategy of caper? How am I going to send people to the, to well, the, to or anything like that? Well, yet? that's, that's in the works. Like yeah. right now I'm really more working on the presentation of it. Okay. Um, and making sure I get that, you know what I'm saying? To a point where it's worth you know, monetizing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get it to a point where people are watching it. Like, yo, this shit is dope. Like, yeah, I want to support this. You okay. know what I'm saying? And you know, my regular fans are, are always going to be there, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to dip into something new and trying to expand my fan base into a way that, you know, people might be, I might be on YouTube and somebody random might come through and like, yo, who is this dude? Like, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a whole thing that I'm trying to do as far as expanding my fan base and then just giving myself and my fans another way to communicate with me. Dope. Dope. So have you thought about what this could look like on when it is where you think it could go? What that looks like? Yeah, I have. Like me and my wife talk about it a lot. My wife is in huge support of this. Um, she's actually going to remodel my basement for me. Like, Word? Yeah, she she's like, yo, I want to go do this and she do that to make a studio yeah. hookup. <laughs> yeah, build a to, set. Yeah, she about to make it make it nice. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've I've done a lot of thinking about that and what I want it to look like and the possibilities of it. Um, possibly, you know, not making it a a standard like Fridays at this time. But mm-hmm. doing it once I get more into it and I got people actually following me, I can stream whenever I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it it may get to a point where something I do like Saturday afternoons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And have them follow it. And also, you know, getting into the place where I can um, create pre-recorded content that I can send out to stream whenever yeah. I want to. I can schedule it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then I'm not locked in the basement and locked to the camera. So I'm looking at all of that stuff and looking at the future of it to make it something that, you know, people enjoy and people look forward to and people actually want to do and um, want to check out. And yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like so super, super excited about it, about it. Yeah. So so outside of the sound issue, what's been the biggest challenge? Um, Honestly, just giving, get, keeping people interested. You know what I'm saying? Like even you mean str- like once they're on the once stream, they're on there, keeping, keeping them, them there. Yeah, keeping them. Because it's kind of like a DJ. Yeah, in the dance floor. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, if you empty the dance floor, you can't, it's hard getting them back. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, one thing that I did see that I'm probably going to do more of was because, I mean, I know Celestial Clockwork is like my crowning achievement, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, musically. Uh, so, that episode, but the way that I structured that episode and how I did that, um, that kind of showed me something. And things that I do where I do a lot more conversational things yeah. that encompass music with it i think those those things i've seen kind of keep people engaged because it's interesting yeah and it's not just me playing music you know what i'm saying like they can hear music at any time even if it's music they never heard that's not always interesting yes you know it's not saying? engaging it's not engaging yeah. yeah so you know just little stuff like that just really like switching the content up learning more about you know what kind of content i can do and really thinking about how far I can take this because the possibilities really are endless. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you don't have to leave the comfort of your home. Right. To reach people. Right. Which is tough for an artist who doesn't tour. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, exactly. Whereas I can say, oh, yeah, I tour. So I'll just go out for 90 days and do 70 cities. <laughs> right. And I could see the people. Right. Right. But yeah. It makes sense. You can touch more people. Uh, more of your people that way. Yeah. And like you're saying, probably more than you could in any other city on any night. Exactly. So, yeah. So why not do that? That's dope. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Work. If you've been listening to the podcast recently, then you know I've been working on a brand new book that I hope to have out in the next couple of months. But in the meantime, I'm here to let you guys know that all three of my first books are back in stock at waitlist.net. That means Adventures in Counterculture book, back in stock word is blog back in stock and my most recent book what a night a book about the worst shows of my career is back in stock all back in stock and you can get all three of those for just 25 dollars on waitlist.net once again all three of my books are available for just 25 dollars on waitlist.net back to the show yeah yeah super duty tough work yeah we here doing a service Mm-hmm. Doing the, God's work. Yeah, man. <laughs> Everybody else was getting stopped. Man. Hey, man. Quarantine got them. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they was tough, man. That COVID like. Yeah, yeah. Took them out. <laughs> Shut their whole operation down. Yep. Yet here we are. Doing it. Thugging it out. Yeah. Persevering through all the bullshit. Yeah, consistency, man. I know, man. <laughs> We need an award for this. Yeah, the most consistent podcast yeah, on planet Earth. The most consistent. <laughs> Super duty, man. Uh-huh. You know, so now we want to talk about the post-pandemic skill set that we think you need to have. And as I mentioned earlier, this is reflective of a couple of conversations I've had in the last month. The one with Jay Zone, the one with Sadiq, who's the, you know, who runs Rhyme Stairs, mm-hmm. one of the biggest, most successful independent labels. Ever. Ever. Right. <laughs> yes. And um, some of these things we've talked about on a show. And mm-hmm. so as you're at home, you're hearing them, you might be like, oh, yeah, we spoke about that. And I, I, I say that because I want you guys to know, like, there are other people having these conversations. Right. You know, and these are very important conversations. So some of the stuff we say, it might not be the most sexy thing when we say it. Right. But trust me, those who are successful are saying the same things. Yeah, there's a reason it's getting said. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not, we ain't just blowing hot air. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, so we want to talk about number one. The number one thing that you're going to need to be successful after the smoke clears and in whatever new reality that it is, and even during this, is discipline. The reason you need discipline 
and especially in this situation is because as you look around, there's less structure. Mm -hmm. For some people, that means I have no job at all. For some people, that means like you, I'm working from home. Mm -hmm. But when you look at it, and, and you've mentioned this off air, that working at home is often more challenging yes. than working in the office. Right. And that's because the lack of structure. Right. Not just in terms of what you do every day, but what people expect from you because they know you're available more. <laughs> right. Right. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Same thing applies to someone who doesn't even have a job. Right. If you're not employed right now, you got laid off through some you know, messed up circumstance. You're sitting at home. And it's very tempting to get pulled in every direction. Right. Because you don't have anywhere to be. Yeah. And you just want to do something. Do something. Just, oh, just wanna, I just want to be busy. I get it when I get it. <laughs> right. I do it. Right. Who cares when it gets done? Um, I don't got no job. Right. This is real. But, but understand, for people who are in those situations, you're actually in a more difficult situation than someone who has the job and the structure. Right. Like freedom is not necessarily found in, you know, having no structure. Right. Freedom is when you have structure and you can operate within those confines. Right. Right. Like you can move like, how you want. Thank you. Like you just can't get on a piano and play anything and it sound great. Right. You have scales. Yeah. Chords. Yes. And this is the structure with, with within which you operate. Life is very much the same. We're not saying that you can't do what you want to do sometimes, mm -hmm. but you have to operate within a certain framework. And right now, that's very important mm -hmm. because the way life is set up, if you don't have structure in what you're doing, what you're dealing with right now, you're going to miss a golden opportunity. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're going to squander maybe one of the only chances you have to build something new to get ahead on that project, to actually start on that project that you got and to just take advantage of this unique circumstance. Yeah. I mean, it's like the structure thing is something that I had to explain to my children because they didn't understand the fact that they didn't have to go to school, but I was still waking them up like they had to go to school. Yeah. You know, because I didn't want them to get out of that mindset of I have something to do. I have work that I have to do. I have something that needs to get done by a certain time. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not just going to let them sleep till noon right. on a Tuesday when they, you know what I'm saying? When usually they would be in school, they would be getting their work done and getting their studies done. So we had to definitely implement that with them yeah. to keep them in the right mindset and not just, oh, I'm just going, you know. I can get do it whenever I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can turn it in. Because they can, honestly. Yep. You know what I mean? They can do the work at 9 o'clock at night as long as it's in by midnight. The teachers don't really care. Yeah. You know, but they still need to have that structure or else it's going to be chaos. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy, I think his name is uh, Jocko Willenick. Uh He's like a um, ex-military guy. Marine's got a podcast. He's got a saying. He says, uh, discipline is freedom. Mm, yeah. And, um, it's kind of contrary to what a lot of artists tend to tell themselves. Yeah. They tell them, they try to tell themselves that the ultimate freedom is having no structure, no discipline. Yeah. I can do whatever I want when I want. Doesn't matter. Only when I'm inspired. Yeah. Only work when I'm motivated. Nah. Only work when I'm feeling it. Yeah. It's bullshit. And I, you know, people want to debate you on this, but you don't, 
the, the fact that they can they only debate you because they haven't truly, truly dug into what successful people do. Right. And that's something that writing this book has really reinforced. Like I thought I knew. Uh-huh. But when you're reading 50 pages of interview transcripts, <laughs> right, you really get to see what makes people successful. And there's not a single person that did not have discipline mm-hmm. who made it to the top of their craft. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to sit down and, you know, I'm going to write uh, 16 bars from 8 to 830. That's not what it looks like. No. Discipline looks like it doesn't look like uh, forcing yourself to do exactly this specific, tiny, minute thing. It's setting times for certain things during your day mm-hmm. and sticking to that so that you can attack everything that's in your agenda and move forward on everything. Yeah, man. Like shit. Last night, I didn't feel like streaming. Oh yeah, dog. I, I was operating on three hours of sleep. Had a busy day at work. I didn't even get done with my work for the day to like six thirty. Yeah, I didn't feel like doing it, but discipline. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta continue and be consistent with it in order to build what I what I see in the future. Yeah, and everybody needs to do that. Whether you're an artist, whether you're just a regular person, discipline is definitely the key to freedom. Yeah, yeah, and and, and think about this. Like for everyone who's sitting at home making the most of this time you know creating i'm seeing a lot of people doing a lot of dope stuff right now mm-hmm. there are a gang of artists who are not yes and when whatever this smoke clears mm-hmm. who do you think is gonna come out of the gates the hardest oh yeah the cast that's been working yeah yeah i'm sitting over here 99.9 percent done with my book 99.9 mm-hmm. percent done with my album i started another instrumental record even though i had one done <laughs> Yeah, I'm redoing my website. It's time, man. Yeah, it's time. Like we're just waiting on go. Yeah, some to to drop all of this stuff. Some people are not even starting. Right. So you're going to be competing with with people who are, who have maximized all this time. Yeah, months of months, months of just hibernation. Yeah, just being in the cut, bro. I work on my book for two hours a day. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, two hours. Those two hours, I'm going hard. But if I go over that and I just start getting t- too obsessive with it, I'll be up till 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah. I got to put it down after two hours so I can do my other stuff. But then that means six to 10, I'm in a studio. Mm-hmm. I'm working on my craft down there. You know, I'm working on a business 9 to 11 a.m. every day. Mm-hmm. That's what you're up against. Yeah. There's people just like me who are way more successful than me. Right. Like you're competing for, with them for attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For, for product. One of the biggest ways to separate yourself is to be disciplined. Definitely. That's number one. Okay. Number two thing that you need to have during this post pandemic uh, climate is long term planning. Yeah. Right now, we can't really say what's going to happen. No. We have no idea. Nope. However, uh, I got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Mapping some shit out already. If this happened, then I'm going to do this. If this don't happen, then I'm going to do this. See? Hey, come on, bro. We got a layered plan. Yeah. This is multi- it's tiered. Yeah, it's like it's multi-tiered. It's straight up multiple choice out here, bro. <laughs> so choose right. your own adventure. If this happened, we go here. If this happened, we go here. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going on right now 
but only among those who are thinking long term. Yeah. You see what you're going to have, you're going to have people who are thinking long term and they have a, a plan that has uh, multiple options mm-hmm. that they can switch to at any point, depending on what happens. And then you have the people who are going to wait until the new reality is formed. Yeah, and then they're going to try to fit in. They're going to try to get in where they fit in. Ain't going to be no room left. Nah. Ain't going to be no room. You can be chasing at yeah. that point. You don't want to be chasing, trying to formulate a plan. Okay, this is what I see all of them doing now. Let me do that. Mm-hmm. Now it's too late for that, bruh. Yeah. Now is the time to be thinking long term. And by long term, this is an example just from my career. Me and my booking agent started booking my next tour in January. In the end of December, we were talking about it. January, we had a routing. We and we were trying to book this tour for when? September. Right. Now that's eight, nine months. We were way ahead of the ball. But look what happened. <laughs> right. Canceled. Canceled. No holds. No holds. Nothing. <laughs> it's all gone. He was like, hey, man, it's over, Brent. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. I'm not even going to talk to nobody no more because no one's there. Everything is closed. There's no one to talk to at the venues about your tour. Right. Nobody answering emails. Nobody answering nothing. Yeah. People are, are, their mind is elsewhere. But that doesn't mean that I stop moving. Right. I'm still moving. I'm still working on my record. I'm still working on the book. I'm still planning. So it's not a matter of if I tour. Mm-hmm. It's when I tour. Exactly. If that routing has to be moved from September to January of next year, mm-hmm. that's what it got to be. Yeah. But there is a long term plan in place. And that's what I'm trying to tell everybody. It's, it doesn't mean that you have you know the, the future. Yeah, no. You know, I made a a, a post about this, um, something like this uh, on my Twitter. And some guy like, well, you can't guarantee what happens in the future. Life just happens. I said, I'm not trying to guarantee what happens in the future. No, I'm trying to reduce the amount of work I do and and maximize my chances for success. That's what planning is for. You're not guaranteeing your future. It's called planning. Right. And plans have contingency plans. Yeah. And and and. Just because you don't know how it's going to play out don't mean you shouldn't plan for the best case scenario. Right. You set yourself up. You you put yourself in position for the most success. That don't mean that everything is going to go right. Thank that don't mean everything is going to be perfect. But if just a couple of these things go right. Yeah. I might be sitting all right. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? If everything go right, then I'm killing shit. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? But I got I got a few things that I got in, in the in the um in the fire. Yeah. And if a few of them pop off, then I'm going to be all right. Yes. That's it. That's it. Because you have a plan that is Mm multi-layered. It's like, okay, this is option number one. If that don't work, option two is right there. If option two don't work, imagine if all three of them go right. Oh, man. You're killing it. (laughs) Right. And And if all three only go average, you're still ahead of the person who thought that they could freestyle their way through this whole shit. Yeah. Freestyle their way through life. And it's always people who, when I start talking like this, they believe that I'm having a conversation about the creative process. Hell no. It has nothing I, to do with being creative. With that. I don't give a shit what you do in your studio. Right. When you write, when you make, I don't give a shit. You can fucking smoke crack and make beats. It wouldn't bother me at all. <laughs> right. I wouldn't critique your creative process. Uh, but I'm telling you, once you get done smoking crack. Then what? Then what? Then what? What's your plan? What's your plan? What you doing Smoke with more crack? Yep. Then try to, pr- No. You need a fucking plan. Mm-hmm. You need some structure. You need to be thinking a year ahead, two years ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, how can I make enough music to where I can make a plan right. that I can execute a year from now? Right. Like how many, how much do I need to do right now for the next three months 
to create a plan that's a year out. Yeah. That's the kind of conversation you need to have. And I know that we're in a society where overnight success is pushed. Oh God. The myth of it. That's all it is. That's what social media is. Social media is where that became like this. Oh, if I can just get enough Instagram followers, if I can just get enough Facebook followers, then I'll be rich. I'll be famous. Nah, bro, it don't work that way. Even those people, a lot of them had plans. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like something just cracked. Yep. One of those plans cracked. You know what I'm saying? Most of them, they ain't ain't overnight successes, really. No. Like these cats have been working. Kendrick Lamar put out like records for seven years before he's really started popping. Same with Rhapsody. Same with a lot of these artists. They've been working. Yes. And now you see them pop. Now you see them getting Grammys. But these cats have been putting in work for 15, 20 years. Yeah. Before you even seen anything. Yeah. It's not no overnight shit. Yeah, man. And, you know, me and Jay Zone were talking. He was talking about like. He's already like, okay, working on his next two or three drum records. Of course. His band's got albums, his next four or five, 45s. And he's like, yo, we can't play any gigs right now, but we're using this to our advantage. Mm -hmm. We're creating more content so that we can create a plan that's a year out. And then when things get back to normal, we don't have to scramble. Nah, we just hitting, just smacking (laughs) people in the face with the music. You know, and and even in regards to, to what Rhyme Series is doing, you think that... Every record that they had that was supposed to come out in the spring was locked into that spring date last fall. Mm-hmm. That's a good six, eight months away. Easily. That they knew these things were going to happen. So while the pandemic might change some things, it's not going to change everything. Right. They're not scrambling like that. They can do all kind of things. That should be like, hey, man, I'm glad we canceled Soundset. Yeah. We took a huge L this year. Hell yeah. You know, huge L. So, you know, but but again. All of that stuff is planned out well in advance. And if you're seeing people who are successful, don't just think it's some overnight fly by night shit. Create your art how you want to create your art. You need structure, no structure. I don't give a shit. But understand that once you're done with your art, you need to be thinking long term. Facts. And it ain't got to be a 10 year plan. Hey, what's going to happen this year? Right. I don't think that's crazy to ask yourself. No, that's I mean, at the least you should be asking yourself that. Yeah. As a person. Yeah. And like, fuck art. Like, just as a person, like, Thank what's you. my plan for the rest of this year? What am I going to do? How am I? What am I? Am I? Do I want to buy a new car? Thank do you. I want to do this? Do I want to do that? Like, just as a person, you should be thinking at least a year out. Yep. If not two to three. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Especially you got family. You you need to be planning shit. Yes. Like, you can't freestyle through life and think you're going to be successful. Yeah, man. So, so that's number two. OK, so number three thing, you know, uh, the post pandemic skill set is flexibility man now we talked about number two because we also want to stress number three that flexibility is needed because things change yeah everything ain't just going to be set in stone all the time yeah so like in my case i was looking at dropping my album in the fall and touring in the fall but okay let's say i can't tour in the fall does that mean I still drop my album? No. Only if I have to, right? Yeah, if you don't got no choice. If I don't have no options. Yeah. But for me, I already had a book in the chamber. Because you that man. See? You that dude. I've been at it, bro. <laughs> I've been doing this. I've been planning this shit out. Right. So I have options that someone else might not have. And when you don't have options, when you weren't, you can't be nimble. You can't be flexible. You can't just see something. Oh, it's going that way. Let me go this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're nimble to say, man, everybody's on Instagram. Let me on the streaming. Mm-hmm. Let me get on Facebook, though. Yeah. And then you're getting a bigger response, a bigger fucking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Impact. That's being flexible. Some people, they don't even want to take it there. They're not going to test both platforms. Right. 
Facebook streaming. Gotta go there. <laughs> right. Nah, you go where it works the best. Mm-hmm. And then if that don't work, let me try YouTube. Yeah, let me try something else. Try Twitch. Yeah. And you try all of it. And then you can say this, 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 this. What are my best options? Mm-hmm. Because I'm flexible. Mm-hmm. I can choose the best thing. Yeah. But if you don't go through the time to create those options, you're going to be forced to do something that might not be the best thing at the best time. Yeah. And uh, you got to be nimble. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's number three. And, uh, oh, you know, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. Where? What up, everybody? Quick reminder. Super Duty Tough Work hoodies back in stock. We got smalls back in stock. Medium back in stock. Large back in stock. Extra large back in stock. 2XL sold out already. My bad, y'all. But yeah, every other size of the Super Duty Tough Work hoodie is back in stock and available at weightless.net. Go there, order yours, and support the movement. Rep the squad. Back to the show. All right. Super Duty Tough Work. Most infamous, most informational, most educational, edutainmentable. <laughs> edutainmentable. Ta- edutainmentable <laughs> podcast. <laughs> On the podcastable networks. Mm-hmm. You know, Blueprint and Logic. We're talking about the post uh, pandemic skill set. What you need to know. Yes. What you need to be focused on moving forward for these uncertain times and during them and after they end and things go back to whatever normal looks like. Yeah. This next one might be the most important. The next thing that you need to be focused on is your platform. Yes. Platform, platform, platform. Some people are new to this podcast. We've talked about a lot in the past, maybe Mm. not as much recently. But your podcast is, if you think about platform, think about it literally first. The platform is, you know, back in the day, if someone wanted to speak to a crowd, they would set up a physical platform. Right. Sometimes it would be a milk crate, mm-hmm. you know, and you'd stand on top of that and you'd, you'd, you'd preach or you stand on the stone and you talk to the masses, you know, and then we have stages. We have all of these things, but they're platforms. The platform is the foundation on which you use to communicate with the world. Yes. That's the easiest way I can put it. It encompasses everything from your 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 physical means to your digital means online. However you communicate, your platform is that. So for me, my platform could be super duty tough work. Mm-hmm. This is one aspect of my platform. Right. Another aspect is maybe my Twitter account. I'm pretty active on Twitter. Uh, another aspect is my Facebook. You know, I don't use my Facebook quite as much, but I still use it when records are ready to come out. I get, I get heavy on there. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, give it yeah. a break when it's not that time. Uh, um, email communication. Uh, that's one. Email. A lot of people are heavy on the email list, you know, direct mailing. Some people are heavy on uh, Twitch, obviously streaming. That is a means of communicating with your people. It's a part of your platform. Mm-hmm. Um, blogging printmatic.net i have times where i blog pretty heavy and i'm getting ready to get back into that again you know these are things that you use to communicate directly to your people some people right now are not some people are increasing their platform Mm -hmm. some people are diversifying their platform some people are doing nothing with their platform they're ignoring their platform ignoring it not communicating at all. Um, some people need to update their platform, mm-hmm. but 
one of the cool things when I was talking to Sadiq a couple of days ago, we were talking about the exact same thing. I was like, yo, I'm trying to pour back into platform this year as an artist because mm -hmm. this is reminding me of 2008 when the first indie crash came mm -hmm. and that's when I started blogging. Yeah. And through that blogging, it led me to writing books and I think I was able to strengthen my connection with my fans and keep it and just led to so many other opportunities that helped me and it helped me kind of build up the traffic that led people to my site to buy merch and shit that supported me even when I wasn't touring for four years. Right. right? And he was like, Yo, we're doing the same things at Rhyme Sayers. Mm -hmm. We're not we're not necessarily focused on Fifth Element, you know, because Fifth Element closed, right. or even the Rhyme Sayers uh, website as much as we are putting all of our manpower into boosting our artists' individual platforms. Right, right. So if if you have a platform, whatever atmosphere their own website now instead of I didn't putting, even know that yeah they got their own website where you can go and buy their own merch now mm -hmm. see part of the platform right. so you guys can go see this at home we're not just making this up mm -hmm. but that's part of a strategy because they understand that in times like these you need a means to communicate directly to your people right you don't know what's going to happen in the future you can't depend well many artists can no longer depend on reaching those people in person right so whether your your platform has to be developed Mm -hmm. Whatever it may be, this is the time to invest in it. You know, thankfully, I mean, we started this with the podcast last year. Right. We invested in this platform on the video side, mm -hmm. whereas we had the audio side it was going good. Yeah. Then the video side, we saw some bam. Yeah. And now we don't have to scramble because of all this is going on. Right. Right. Just business as usual. Every week, <laughs> every single week, brand new episode. <laughs> In your face. We got the snippets. We got the video contest on Smash because we invented, we invested a year ago, right? Mm -hmm. That right now is going to be one of the most important things Art and Artics can do. Invest in your platform right now. Yeah, like it, this really helped out a lot, like doing the the um, the thirty day challenge that we did. Yeah. Because luckily, I had already did my website. Yeah. So my website was already up, and I was like, okay, now I got something new to add to it. I got some more content I can add to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like now I don't have to go into oh I got to rebuild my website. Yeah. And I got new content, so I got to figure all that now. Now I can just go in like, okay, now I just need to add this. See. You know what I'm saying? Like making plans, man. Yeah. You you don't wait until it starts raining to fix the hole in your roof. Right. You know, you want to make sure your roof is good. When mm -hmm. it's sunny, go make sure that joint is, is tight. Go right. up and, and, and fix that joint because now it's raining. Mm -hmm. And many people are got a lot of water in their living room. It's flooded. Flooded. Your you joint is flooded. It's bad in here. It's, it's, it's not livable. <laughs> I don't like this house so much. Uh, you wading in the water in yeah, your living room. Yeah, because you let it go. Mm -hmm. You didn't renovate it when it was time, when, during the good times. Right. And now when it's bad, you don't have the time. Right. Or you don't have the structure, the discipline, or the money to do it now. Mm -hmm. Do it when things are good, because when things are bad, your platform will be your number one means to communicate with people. Facts. So that's number four. Okay, number five, and this is something we've talked about many times, mm -hmm. and we'll reiterate it again. Uh, the number five thing, you know, that your skill set you're going to need for this this post-pandemic world is side hustle. Yes. How many people are at home right now with only one means of income? Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. And and have a skill. Yes. That they're not utilizing to make extra income. Thank you. That's all it is. It's, we're not saying you got to go out there and kill yourself, mm -hmm. but having an, an, an alternate way to make money. 
is way safer than having one way to make money. Oh, yeah. And that one way falls and then you don't know what to do. Um, one reason I think that my life has not really changed during this pandemic is that mm -hmm. is because shit. Four or five months ago, I was shooting music videos every month. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I was yeah. Uh, shooting one, boop, boop, boop. I was running around with the camera. Yeah. Then after that, it was, oh, okay, I'll work on the book. Then it's like, oh, I'll do this. I'll do my my things change because my skill set is diverse. Mm -hmm. I allow the the my skill set or my gifts to create, you know, seasonal income. Right. Every every skill set has a season. Yeah. And there's time when I take advantage of it. And sometimes it's the season for music. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's the season for writing. Sometimes it's the season for videography. Create seasons for your whole skill set yeah. and allow them to 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 bring you additional income when when shit like this happens, man. Yeah, that shit is it's perfect. I mean, having my wife have me in the baking and stuff. Yeah. You know, like even now, she's still getting orders. Yeah. Cats still want cakes. They still want cupcakes. They still want the sweets, you know, and it's really cool because she's working at home. You know, she still has her job. But having the side hustle, especially in this time, gets us. I mean, we ain't going out spending no money, so we stacking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we get to stack that extra money, and it's going to put us in a better position once all this is over and, you know, later on. That's dope. That's dope. Okay. Number six, and this is like one of the most important things, too. Number six is you need a direct to fan relationship. Yes. In the business world, they call it D to C. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Direct to consumer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Direct to customer. You need that. As an artist, a lot of artists do get a little disillusioned sometimes when they're part of bigger entities and who will do that for them. Yeah. You know, they or they don't they don't understand the benefit of having a conversation with their fans on fan base. They, they, some of the older artists really struggle with this because mm -hmm. they came up at a time when being anonymous and mysterious, right, yeah. you know, you that, was the shit. that was the shit. Yeah. Now it's like, no, if you're mysterious, you're unknown. <laughs> right. It's not anonymous. You're not, making no money. Nah. If you're mysterious. <laughs> you, no one knows who you are, fam. <laughs> it's not cool anymore to be unknown. Right. So that whole mystique thing is gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I think the reward is in having true relationships with your customers that are, direct yes and by direct i mean if i if i i can send an email blast out that reaches ten thousand people mm -hmm. that's more powerful than me asking any website <laughs> right to do something for me right even though all ten thousand of people ain't gonna read the, the, the email of at the same not. time yeah but my but i know that they're there for me mm -hmm. because i have a direct connection with them and i got their email address somehow right they bought something or they signed up or they did something but they're coming there directly from me mm -hmm. so like even if that website dies that used to post features about me all the time mm -hmm. or look at the columbus alive in columbus we had this big weekly paper all of a sudden they're not even physical anymore right if you were depending on that to 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 get you pub for your next record what if they're completely gone yeah then what yeah what do you do what do you do you have no platform you have no direct relationship with your fans you're stuck you have no plan no plan <laughs> you know so my advice is to artists is is to early 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 start creating ways to correct to connect directly with your fans yeah um there are people I watch people in the marketing and, and copywriting space all the time on, on social media and follow quite a bit of them. And some of these guys, they may not even have full websites with services and things like that. 
but best believe they got a newsletter mm -hmm. and they will they have a link sign up for my newsletter here yeah and they constantly post that because they understand that even though you may follow them on twitter you may follow them on a facebook or instagram nothing is more personal than your email address yeah and it because it's a direct to fan connection and it feels it feels more personal when you get that email from an artist or even a company yes that you you know you deal with when you get that direct email from them it feels like it's something that connects you to them yes you know like you you want to be connected to them and also it reminds you you know you remind your fans that hey i'm still out here yeah you know what I'm I'm yeah. Still i still exist i still got music yeah you ain't heard all of it it's true man like we uh, we spoke about it last week about the you know you only get to be new once kind of thing mm -hmm. um but but part of the the reason that it's important artists get that is because once you're not new mm -hmm. all of those platforms that used to write about you constantly yes. have moved on yeah and if you don't have a direct to fan relationship no one will know you dropped you'll be one of those guys who'll be like Oh, he's still making records. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you put that out, man. When did that drop? Where you been? Yeah. Whatever happened to? Yeah. Meanwhile, you've been dropping records every year. <laughs> right. Right. Nobody knows. No one knows. You never developed any means for them to to communicate directly with you, and then you suffer because of it. You know. Mm -hmm. People blowing me up. Damn. I got hit too at the same time. I think it's spam, uh, robocalls. Probably. God damn it. Okay. Last joint. Last joint, number seven thing you need in these times is optimism. This is so important. Optimism, man. Yeah. You got to believe that whatever is going on now that is not in your favor, that seems bad, you have to truly believe that there's something better on the other side of it. Yeah. If you don't believe that, how are you ever going to create something that benefits you moving forward yeah, if you don't have optimism there's no way you can have a long-term plan no. there's no way you can you want to plan none of this stuff yeah, on this none list. of this stuff makes sense yeah if you're not optimistic if you don't think that any of it is worth it yeah you have to think that there is going to be light on the other side of the tunnel and it is worth it to put this work in now so when i get to that other side i can be prepared and be ready to take advantage of it. facts like optimism is this damn superpower man oh yeah because I, I realize it that I'm a very optimistic person when I get around people who ain't. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as artists, you hang out with some of these artist types and they're just depressing. You're like, why am I hanging out with you losers? Yeah, man, some Oscar the Grouches out there, man. Yeah, they're the like, worst. They hate everything. Yeah. They don't, they hate their own work. Mm -hmm. So you can't even hang out with them. Listen, they're not even excited about what they're making. Right. And you think that these people are going to be optimistic enough to have a, a sustainable career? No, nah. nah, man, you have to believe it before anybody else believes it. And until you believe like, yo, there is something better out there for me. Mm -hmm. This this thing, the, the where I'm at right now is only temporary mm -hmm. where I'm going to be at in five years, two years, three years, whatever is going to be better than this. And I'm going to look back at this like, yo, I'm glad I kept the faith. Yeah. You got to believe that. Man. Trouble don't last always. Thank you. man. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> You know, so, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, so I'm going to read these back. These, these seven things you need, you know, to be, uh, be using right now. Number one, discipline. Number two, long-term planning. Number three, flexibility. Number four, platform. Number five, side hustle. Number six, direct to fan relationship. And number seven, optimism. That's it for this week. 
See you next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work, huh? <laughs>